And welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado. One minute of screen time per episode. I am Jason Amon. And I'm Mark Campbell. And this is Minute 119 of Silverado. And we are kicking down the door of this minute, literally, as, as Jake... <laughs> Played by Kevin Costner, smashes through the saloon door with his foot, and this is a this is a very good uh, movie door busting kick. I wouldn't say it, he does it, it. He does it very well. He does it very well. Uh, he does it without actually. I mean, it is a bit disrespectful of people's property, but he. he it seems like the, the saloon's not going to have to make too many repairs after this one. It yeah, seems. and I I want to say you know I I'm guessing in Western towns saloon doors were built in a way that you know warranted kicking and mm-hmm. withstand a good kick jason have you ever had to to kick in a door either either through necessity or just anger and frustration i've never had the pleasure no that can neither have i yeah should we just I do think... that should we pause our episode right now and kick in a couple of our doors around our houses yeah it sounds, <laughs> sounds like a plan okay no <laughs> sure our wives would appreciate that very much yeah yeah um i um yeah so he gets in there and uh we wanders in we're not quite sure what he's up to he's obviously trying to be a lure but then for us jason and mark this is our first view of tyree in our minutes played by jeff fahey um who i believe if according to the internet which always tells the truth this looks like his first big studio movie credit role all that i believe, you believe so. that yeah but yeah yeah and then you know he'd go on to other stuff in the 80s i remember him from psycho 3 as a villain he usually he, plays a villain and you know he's a very good actor everything i've seen of him i've always enjoyed him and i don't know i don't know why he always got typecast as a villain because he is a very beautiful man i want to say he's he is he's a good looking person He's a good looking person, but you know, he does have that air of creepiness about him. And, and this movie doesn't brought... help because they gave him like smoky eye makeup. It looks like to make him look yeah. more wild. Well, then he has those kind of haunting eyes that are those piercing eyes that I think that's, that's kind of his uh, meal ticket, shall we say? I, I think that that completes the whole package. And that's probably why he would get typecast. I, I haven't watched enough stuff with him to know if, you know, maybe he's a hero in some other film. Um, but yeah, he does always seem to be a baddie. And I did notice on his resume a movie that I've never seen, which is odd because I do like Kevin Costner and I like Westerns. But he is also in Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner. He is a, another Lawrence cast in Costner. Yeah. Western. Let's, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was, that was one of those years when they decided to make two of the same movie at a time. And that was the same year tombstone came out and uh, tombstone to- much better. I, I, this is not a, this, this is not a recommendation for wider wider is a three hour slog. Yeah. I I've heard that and it's always kept me away, but you know, 
we can pause movies now and do that sort of thing. So maybe I should give it a mm. give it a give it a whirl. And I have a chip um, to pick with White Earp also because like in 1994 when the movie came out, we got the blockbuster video calendar, which had a you know a movie. <laughs> <laughs> a movie poster for every month and the month of October was my that's where my birthday is and it was Wyatt Earp and I was just like that that movie I was 10 mm. years old and I knew I was just like that movie why that to be mm. that movie did you walk into Blockbuster and they had a whole row of shells with nothing but VHS copies of Wyatt Earp and and they they all had the white boxes behind them because nobody was renting them oh oh my goodness I could, nice. I could wax poetic about or wax nostalgic, sorry, about a blockbuster all day. Those days. Mm, those were the days. Those were the days. I'm sure anyone listening to this is, you know, old enough to know video stores and the magic of going to rent your favorite movie at your local video store. Yeah. Yeah. We got everything at our fingertips now. Who would have thunk back then? Even Silverado. I got it on my copy off Amazon. You? I know. I I I ha- I own it on Amazon. I also have a DVD somewhere tucked away in a box. So, um, so but anyway, back to the minute. Yeah. Oh, say Jeff Fahey. Uh, I actually, as he comes around the corner, just a little nice piece of set dressing. There's a little shoe polish stand right right behind him on the on the opposing uh, walkway. It's kind of kind of nice just to freeze his stuff and look at the set dressing. Uh, yeah, he comes around the corner. Uh, He's sneaking up with really loud footsteps. That uh, great Foley work in this. Great Foley work. I I always love listening to older films. Full, footstep Foley, I'll call it. Mm-hmm. Footstep Foley. Whether it's you know leather soled shoes on linoleum or cowboy boots on wood planks, uh, I love it all. Yeah, it is. It is kind of it, it's it's kind of a comforting sort of thing hearing his footsteps, even though he's he's a bit of a menace. But uh, yeah, great Foley work. Lots of Lots of good, lots of good boots here. This whole movie, you know, uh, the sound design is is top notch. This, I'd say for everything. I love the gun cocking. Lots of sounds like you know leather holsters moving about, footsteps. Great. Yeah. He's uh yeah, and so he he comes around front and uh, looks across the street, and I guess that's one of his other deputies across the way. And what did we name him, uh, Mark? We never could I, figure out what this character's name was. I, I looked it up. I could not figure it out. And to be honest, watching the movie nonstop and before picking our particular minutes down, there were there were quite a few there were quite a few characters that I wasn't a hundred percent sure, you know, who that was. Um, as far as like the second, you know, second and third tier bad guys, deputies and all that. I mean, Jeff Tyree stands out just because he's Jeff Fahey. But uh, this guy, anyways. I think, I think we settle on Dep- Deputy Mustache. I think that's a that's a that's a great title for him. All right, Deputy Mustache, Tyree and Deputy Mustache. I yep, and, you know, or we could just call him Mustache if we uh, need it. So uh, Tyree gestures over and say, you know, hey, come over here and get killed with me. Um, and uh, Mustache runs around the building, and uh, apparently he's gonna sneak in the back door because they know who awaits inside yes they do yes they do lots of sneaking Uh, about lots of sneaking about and oh and jeff a you know he almost shoots deputy mustache too or he doesn't really but deputy mustache thinks that you know he puts his hands up because he startles him a little bit but yeah yeah careless careless carelessness and they start searching the saloon 
You know, there's one, uh, you know, it'll, it, it's going to come up in a later minute. He just, he starts looking around. He's looking for service. He's, he's wondering where all the help is. <laughs> the man is thirsty. Doesn't, he can't find anybody. Including Clue Kevin is Custer. dead. It is It is dead. dead. Um, so yeah, they're, they're looking around the saloon. Um, and it kind of ends there. So I am wondering, shall we pause it here? And do we want to move on and see what happens next? I think we have thoroughly described this minute. <laughs> I think, I, th- I think so too. Um, because there's a lot of excitement around the corner and a really big moment coming up yeah. that um, I was ha- happy was in one of our minutes. Yeah. So this minute one nineteen is it's just a minute of suspense and build up mm-hmm. or yeah. minute one twenty, which we will talk about on the next episode. Yeah. Hey, Jason. Um, since we're running a little bit early, I uh, I was snooping around on Box Office Mojo because I was kind of I've always thought this this movie's I've always loved this movie and seen it and always thought it was out there and obviously they're creating a podcast for it. But I was wondering how successful was this movie? And I looked it up. Well, how successful was it? Well, let me tell you. um, So total gross U.S. in 1985 dollars was... Stand by here doing some doing some math here. Um, yeah, something like that. Um it's 32 million dollars. Is that a lot change. back then? 32. So that's the equivalent of 83 million dollars these days. Well so is that cons- so back in 85, is that considered a hit? I mean, I, right now 83 million would be a modest hit if you had a very low budget obviously yeah of course yeah um well i saw somewhere that there were rumors of you know potentially talking about a sequel with some of the same characters and then somewhere i saw the word box office failure i'm like well it probably made it back and it seems like in the long run over the years it's i'm sure it's been profitable um and certainly it's held its place you know among westerns i think i would say but um 1985 is an interesting year at the box office uh, can you guess what was the number one movie of 1985 out of africa no um actually i don't see that on here um is that 85 uh same studio oh back uh, to the future yes there we go universal yeah had a total gross of 210 if that gives you any indication of like the difference between this movie and that movie 210 million dollars um almost 211 million although 190 of it was earned during the year calendar year 85 uh followed by another uh very successful movie which was Out Beverly Hill? No, Beverly Hills Cop earned 157 million dollars in well, the that calendar a, year. Wait, that's that doesn't sound right. That must be a carryover, actually, because yeah. So yeah, it earned 234 total, and then one 157 was what it earned in calendar year 1985. So there's a lot of that. Uh, and that then, should count because like Beverly Hills Cop is listed as number one of 84. I know that because it beat out Ghostbusters. Yeah, so it should just I, but, stick to 84. Yeah, I'm I think they're. A, I'm uh, foul on that one. 
I think this list, they're, they're yeah, they're breaking it up. They're doing the, the calendar year and then the total gross of the film. Rambo, First Blood Part Two, was uh, number three. Um, another this Western. Still, this is still calendar year. Yeah, so that 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 earned all of it. 150 million in in the entire in its entire run, all happening in 1985. Uh, followed by Rocky Four. Which was uh, earned eighty nine million in eighty five, and then one hundred and twenty seven overall. So it's like carried over into the, you know, into the new year. Chunk, chunk I was there. always under the impression that Silverado was was a hit. That's I I was too. Um, so it was it was known for bringing back the western, wasn't it? Yeah, and another um, western. Number 14, Pale Rider with Clint Eastwood, 41 million. Pale Rider a, did better than Silverado, the, the film that brought back the Western. Yeah. Um, as did uh, Witness, which uh, 68 million, Goonies, 61. Police Academy, 255. Oh, bummer. Uh, Fletch, 50. And then um, there's a there's a movie in number ten that we have a soft spot for, and that would be A View to a Kill with fifty oh. million. Fifty million. <laughs> number ten uh, for Bond. Oh, number ten sad. for Bond. Oh, at least it's still Ro- in the top ten. Yeah, Roger was fizzling out, and and to give it some other perspective of movies of my youth of this year, like Weird Science, which I always you know had on video and stuff, that was only twenty three million. Uh. The Emerald Forest beat Weird Science at 24 million. So really, people are more interested uh, in John Borman than John Hughes, huh? Yeah, and Lady Hawk, which I always had a soft spot for. I always thought it was more than it. It only earned 18 million. Poor, mm. poor little Lady Hawk. Anyways, and Death Wish Three, the worst Death Wish film of all time, 16 million. That's uh, that's a that's false. That Death Wish Three is the most fun Death Wish movie of all time. Okay, uh, it, it's it's. it's, it's it's a riot. I love that one. Let's let's do a podcast on Death with Three. I'd be all for it. All right. Okay. Well, that's uh oh, and and it also um, Silverado. Uh, it was up against uh, Back to the Future opening weekend. Um, it earned three point six million. Back to the Future ten point five. But Silverado actually earned more and gained ground in its second weekend. Um, oh, but this is back when a movie was in theaters for you know several months. Yeah, it wouldn't, yes. it wouldn't just be in there for a couple months and then go straight to streaming or any of that. So, um, well, anyways, that's that's my little uh, that's well, my Mark, little box office report for 1985. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mark. And I, I, you know, I've been thinking more about the, you know, I talked about that calendar, that blockbuster video calendar oh, from 1994. You're not uh, dropping it's the wire. Been on my calendar. mind this, this this whole episode. <laughs> so that was, and you know, the month of October, which my birthday falls under, had wider front and center the movie that you know as we discussed is the inferior wider film of 1994 sure. but some fun coincidences with uh, october and white Earp and lawrence kasdan scroll back to silverado another lawrence kasdan film did you know that kevin klein and i share an october 24th birthday you might have mentioned that did you mention that i i can't remember now but I, I mm-hmm. but the, there was also a couple more October birthdays in there. There's Jeff Goldblum, October 22nd. Oh, it's all coming and, together now. And then our man John Cleese, October 27th. How about that? Can how you imagine being, how many cakes they had to buy on set during the filming of this? If <laughs> they shot in October. If they shot it in October. Oh God. But all right, put, everybody this, gather around. This brought back uh actually a memory 
I, I completely forgot about it, but just sparked it. So a few years ago, I saw uh, John Cleese and Eric Idle were touring uh, the United States as a two-man act, just, mm. just doing some bits from Monty Python and some songs and just just uh, discussing their careers. And I went to go see that at the Moore Theater on oh, cool. uh, October 27th, which was John Cleese's birthday. And we all sang happy birthday to John Cleese. Oh, that's awesome. How about that? That's cool. And I completely forgot about that. And this that you know kickstarted my memory a little bit talking. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday to John Cleese, Jeff and Kevin Klein. If you're listening to this in the month of October. You never know. This might this might actually come out in the month of October. So anyway, so, October surprise. That really there had nothing go. to do with anything, but it's just the month of October and that calendar from 19. 19- 94, that blockbuster video calendar with Wyatt Earp, uh, another Kevin Costner, Lawrence Kasdan film. It all comes full circle. Oh, well, I'm glad you shared this. And I, I do feel your pain about your calendar. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Go see Tombstone or Silverado. That's all I have to say. Yes. Not Wyatt Earp. Sounds good. Um, all right. Well, uh, with that, I say, uh, why don't you take us out, Jason? Well, thank you all for listening to the Silverado Minute podcast minute 119 uh, listeners can find the silverado minute podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and google play or at the main site silveradominute.com uh and social media sorry i'm 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 sorry i i said you rehearse jason Come i on. didn't rehearse sorry but also i want to talk about social media while, <laughs> while we're at it social media available at the minute the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon on Facebook, and also on Twitter at Silverado MXM. That means minute by minute. In closing, ask listeners to join. Oh, you're not supposed to read that, but that's why I highlighted the other stuff, Jason. Sorry. <laughs> join us here next time on the Silverado Minute. And with that, I am going to just sheepishly say, yeehaw. Okay, come on, bring it out. Yeah! Ah! Oh my eardrums. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>